So we're holding by Melech Malif by Perich of Beis Pasuk Lamet Ches. This year we started as a Schosi Lenishmas Yecheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda. It should also be a Schosi Lenishmas Moshe Ben Daniel and Chaim Melaz Ben Shem Shenariyeh, as well as a Schos for Four Shleim of Chaim Moshe Shua Ben Malka Chaim Doiv Ben Arachol and Chanaleya Bas Shein Dorachol. It should also be a Schos for all those in a Makom Sakana in and around Eretz Yisrael. So we learned previously that although Achav was mortally wounded. He remained standing and he remained leading the battle, leading the charge of Klai Yisrael so that they would not flee and panic as a result of his wound. Ultimately, he dies as a result of his wounds. So Pasuk Lamed Ches, So the driver of the chariot rinsed out the chariot, which was full of Achav's blood, al by the pool in the city of Shomron, and the dogs went and licked the blood of the king, from the pool of Ahazainus Rachatsu, as well as the Zainus bathed in Achav's blood, Kidvar Hashem Ashardiber, in accordance with the word of Hashem that he had spoken. This is a reference back to Parachafal of Pasukitas, where Elio said in Nevuah after Navais' murder, that in the same place where the dogs licked up the blood of Navais, they would also lick up the blood of Achav. So this Pasuk tells us that the Nevuah was Mekuyim here. The chariot driver rinsed out Achav's blood from the chariot, it flows into the river, and it was licked up by the dogs there. According to Rashi, this was the place, the exact place where Navais was executed. However, the Radak and the Ralbag learned that uh, Navais, as we saw in the Psukim there, was killed in Yisrael, not in Shomrein. So they say that the two places were near each other, and the water of Shomrein flowed to Yisrael, where there it uh, fed the dogs, and that is where the uh, Zainais bathed. This pasuk about the Zainai's bathing, the Redak and the means that it was a further punishment to Achav, a busha, that his blood, his royal blood, was used by Zainai's to bathe in. And that was a, a disgrace and another level of punishment. There's another way to translate Zainai's from a lotion of Kleizayin, which means uh, uh, weapons of war. So the spears and the swords and the shields that were used for battle. So Zainais could also mean that the weapons that were used in the battle were washed. And they used this bloody water to wash the weapons that had been stained by Achav's blood. And that's according to the Pshad and the Targum. The art scroll suggests that this was possibly meant to symbolize that Achav died in a war that he should never have entered. But by defying Micha's Nevuah and causing that uh, his weapons should should be taken out of their their casing so therefore his blood became coated on the weapons and his blood the bloody water was used to wash the weapons symbolizing that your blood is on these weapons because of your own doing you should have listened to the navi the article makes another point that whether you learn that these are actual zainos or clay zayin but clearly this was a punishment an additional punishment for Achav, and at the same time, you see the balance, the delicate balance that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings of not letting any action, any Misa go without a either punishment or reward. And even the same person can receive both punishment and reward for his actions. And you see here that although Achav went to the battle in defiance of the word of the Navi and was punished here, with the Zainais washing in it, as well as the punishment for his role in the murder of Navais and the dogs licking his blood. But at the same time, he's also rewarded by HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the courage and valiancy that he showed it. He showed when he led Klai Yisrael in the battle, even though he was wounded, 
And as a reward, he was zeichet to a funeral, to a royal funeral that became a symbolism for a great funeral, com- comparable to that of Yoshio and comparable, or at least the symbol of what the funeral is going to be like for Mashiach ben Yosef. So at the same time that HaKadosh Baruch was punishing him for his mindsim, HaKadosh Baruch was also rewarding. No action escapes HaKadosh Baruch where everything is recorded and appropriately rewarded or punished depending on the action. There's another shop wrote in the Gemara in Sanhedrin and Daflam, Testament days of what this means, Vazainis Rachatsu. The Gemara says that Achav was an Ishmitsunan, which the Gemara translates as someone who does not like Tashmish. He avoided intimacy with Izevel. And so, in order to be Mishamim him, in order to put him in the mood, Izevel had two pictures of Zainas in his chariot so that he could look at them when he was riding around and when he would get home, he would be in the mood. And at the end of his life, his blood fell on these pictures. And so Vazainis Rachatsu, the pictures of Zainis that were in his chariot, were bathed in Achav's blood when he was bleeding from the wound. So the Navi now sums up Achav's life. The rest of the deeds of Achav, everything that he accomplished, and the ivory house that he built, which the Mepharshim explain is ivory from, from the tusk of, a, of, a, um, of, an, of an elephant, Shena Peel. And the Redak says, Ubeis here, it could also mean multiple houses that apparently he built several ivory houses. The Chalaorim Ashabana, all the cities that he built, Haloyheim Ksuvim al Sefer Divri Ayyam al Yisrael, behold, they're recorded in the Book of Chronicles of the Kings of Yisrael. With his fathers, and his son Achazia took over in his place. Mefarshim say that this pointing out of this base Hashem was that in those days ivory was as precious as gold, so it was showing you Achav's ability, his his affluence, his ability to build houses, show demonstrate how wealthy he was. Yatzkrol points out that in summing up the life of Achav, the Navi here credits him with serving the nation by building cities and strengthening the economy that contributed to the well-being of the people. But at the same time, Achav is an extremely tragic figure because he was an effective leader. And there were times where he showed the ability to do tshuva. Ultimately, he goes down in history as a failure, someone who dragged the nation into Avodah someone who was manipulated by an evil queen, and his own... Death is caused by the way that he dealt with Ben-Hadad, originally releasing Ben-Hadad and making a treaty of friendship, which he had no right to do. But once he made it, says the Abar Benel, he certainly should not have gone back on his word and attacked Aram and ultimately caused his own death. Al-Bagin Tayelis number 15 talks about how Achav, together with the rest of Klai Yisrael, received signs of Musa from Hashem, showing them the way back. And this was in the merit of the bris that Hashem made with the Avois. If not for that bris, it would have really been right for Hashem to enter into a period of Hester Panim because of the Averis of Kla Yisrael. And the Rabbah goes through the various signs, the Hashkacha, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu tried to guide Achav and the people back to him. The first was the sign when Chiel's sons died in exactly the way that Yeshua described in his curse over someone who would rebuild the city of Yerichai. When that did not move Achav to Tshuva, Hashem showed Achav Elio's Gezerah against the rain that came about immediately. When that did not move Achav, Hashem caused each of the miracles of Harakarmel, bringing Klai Yisrael back to his faith and killing out the Nevi'e Baal. But Achav, although momentarily sided with Elio, immediately goes back to his old ways. So Hashem showed him how his small army conquered the massive force led by Ben-Hadad, along with the troops from the other 32 kings. And when that did not bring Achav down back to Hashem, 
Kaddish Baruch Hu orchestrates Achav's downfall. But you see all the Ashkach, all the chances, all the opportunities Kaddish Baruch Hu gave to Achav and gave to Klai Yisrael to try to bring them back to do tshuva. Now just to end off here as we summarize the life of Achav, there is the famous Mishnah in Sanhedrin, Perechelech, that mentions both Achav and Yerav and Benavot as people who have no chelik in Olam Haba. However, there is a shita brought in the Gemara that these people will eventually receive a chelik. What the Mishnah means is that in their current state, based on their actions during their lifetime, they were not zoichet to a chelik in Olam Haba, but that they would come back as Gilgulim, and through a number of Gilgulim, the, their neshamas were able to correct what they did and be worthy of a chelek. In addition, the very disgrace, the busha, of being mentioned in the Mishnah as someone without a chelek adds to their tikkun that's brought by the Ben Yoyada. The Ben Yoyada says similarly regarding the Meraglim, who also are listed as having no chelek in Olam Haba, Chazal say that the halacha, that ten... Uh, ten men make up a minion is learned out from the Torah's use of the word Ada, referring to the ten Miraglim, and this Limud itself, says the Ben Yayada, gives the spies themselves a Chelek in Olam Haba.